Hello, I'm Kristen McDonald, and thank you so much for listening to Second Vision today. How would you like to have the ability to unlock your secret wealth code? And what if this meant that you might have more time, more freedom, better self-expression, the ability to serve others in a greater, greater way, and live out your highest purpose in life? Well, today we're going to talk about just that. I have a wonderful guest. She's a best-selling Amazon author in the book, Unlock Your Secret Wealth Code. Her name is Prema Lee Guerreri, and she brings with her over 20 years' experience as a Vedic astrologer, business development coach, workshop leader, energy healer, and spiritual uh, counselor. And today we're going to talk about how you can reinvent yourself and live out the blueprint, find the blueprint for your highest purpose in life. So how are you, Prema? I'm so delighted to have you with us today. I am fabulous, and I'm really thrilled and honored to be with you today. So thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure, believe me. So how did you come to this system about finding the blueprint for your, you know, your unlocking your secret wealth code? Yeah, so um, a couple of different directions. This was, in a way, uh, in its own way, organically coming through me, uh, where my life experience, where my spiritual quest, uh, where my purpose was leading me in that uh, being a Vedic astrologer, being an intuitive, um, and having and a teacher and having people come to me for different reasons um, and different modalities, but really coming at that essence of like, hey, what am I really here to do? And, you know, and can, and, and how do I have the love and the wealth and how do, how do I have it all? And there was a time when I thought I had it all. <laughs> And uh, I had a big, beautiful yoga and healing art center, and I was teaching yoga. And yes, I, I read that. Like, like I thought under the guise of being teaching yoga, like a yoga teacher, I could really deliver all my gifts, and I was doing that beautifully to a certain extent. But even though I had this big, beautiful business, and it was six-figure in sales, not a lot of that was coming to me, and I was actually struggling. And even though I was training teachers and doing the Vedic astrology and doing my intuitive work, and I was running a big business, and I was doing way too much of it by myself. You know, I've lived on my own since I was really young. I'm a can-do-it kind of independent gal. Mm -hmm. Well, that was really hurting me. And so I did a lot of things to try to really turn this business around so it felt like some of the prosperity was really coming to me. And it's seemed like no matter what I tried, and I tried like all the energy clearing I could, like get a business partner, like everything I tried kept pointing me to, wow, you're going to have to surrender this. This is really hard. And I was, you know, about four and a half years into this business, and there's a lot more details, and I'm just going to cut right to the heart of when this happened, because I ended up just really being in this dark night of my soul, and I was on my knees, and I let go of the business. And I had to ask some help from my community and others to do it, which was part of my spiritual healing and growth. And when I was on my knees, I really said, I'm going to stay here until I figure out what, where I was off, because I really felt like I was on purpose in a lot of ways. So I, I found out through that process that I had been coming from part of the shadow side of my sacred wealth, but I really discovered that really I and everyone else has a unique blueprint for prosperity, and I really dove into the Vedic astrology to find out, like, what is it here? So I found that I was really in the shadow side where I was doing some of 
too much of what I was good at and not enough of what I was brilliant and were really my divine gifts. And that exhausted and depleted me. And the, you know, divine has a way of pointing us in the right direction. Right. Sometimes that feels like loss. <laughs> but the sacred wealth code got burst out of that work, uh, out of that time, and that deep spiritual work that I did. And I was able to turn my, go into private practice and move into more of a online business and raise my rates and change my programs and have my, and hire help, <laughs> hire help. And I have a great team and I've always had a great team since then. And the beautiful thing is, is that this work revealed itself. It continues to reveal itself. And I've been very, very profitable since that time, not just financially, yes, financially, but really in all areas of my life. My purpose deepens. Um, I, my marriage dissolved during that time, but I'm, you know, seven years later, we got back together or got together anew, I should say. I've been together for several years, and I can't imagine it being different. Like, just the wealth is really everything you need to fulfill your purpose, and that includes knowledge and the resources and the Yes, the money, but the relationships is everything you need. And I feel like I have that and I continue to have that. And you're in balance. Yeah. Now, balance is, is a little bit of a myth because I, I believe balance is um, its not a stagnant point. It's constant unified movement. So sometimes right. it's the right. that gets the push. Sometimes it's the relationship. Right. It's the exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have to – it's like a garden. You have to water, you know, each yeah. area of the garden, you know. Um, but to, before we move on, what is what does Vedic astrology mean? Yeah. The so, word V-E-D-I-C, right? Is that so how it's spelled? They, yep. Vedic. Astrology comes from the spiritual text of India called the Vedas. Although, um, when I say the spiritual text of India, really the Vedas belong to the world like all spiritual texts do. So these are texts that are 6,000 years old. Now, most of you have heard from, heard of Ayurveda. Deepak Chopra made Ayurveda very popular in the West. It needed to come to the West. That translates into the science of life. Vedic astrology, uh, the Sanskrit word is Jyotish. It's another limb of the spiritual text of the Veda, and it translates into the science of light. So it is the astrology that has come out of these uh, Vedic texts, and it's very, um, it's been used for 6,000 years. It is very live. Uh, it's continuing, it's continued, it's been used longer than the Western system has. There's a lot of crossover in it, except for the Vedic astrology. There's just some key differences in it. And I use it in particular uh, to help people understand their soul choices, understand their soul blueprint, their soul challenges, um, how they're wired up for their greatness, to learn more about yourself as opposed to prediction. Okay, so you, you literally do, you you go by astrology, looking at the sun and the moon and the all the planets and but 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 this particular kind of astrology is different. The this this is a Indian. This is a this is a, a long lived um, type of astrology. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking at the same constellations. We look at it from a different viewpoint. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of difference in timing. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're looking at you know Aries and Leo. We're looking at the constellations. We're looking at the same planet. Uh, we have some, um, a little differentiation in meaning of things, and I want to say it's a, it's a very deep study. Like, I've studied it my whole life, so there's a lot of levels to it and ways to look at things. I'm sure. But the, um, uh, 
the sacred wealth code stems from a particular scientific, it's a science, part of, Mm -hmm. and reading it as an art, part of Vedic astrology, that is called dana, which is a a Sanskrit word, dana yoga, yoga we find in the Vedic astrology system, it's where planets come together, they yoke together, okay? So there's a particular, there are your wealth yogas, and your, your dana yogas, your wealth yogas, are where your prosperity planets and your purpose planets, where they come together or how or where they're placed. Mm-hmm. So that intersection I call the intersection of purpose and prosperity. So mm-hmm. this intersection of purpose and prosperity is where we find your sacred wealth code. And literally at that intersection, after looking at that for so many years and then going through this time myself and really going through this transformation and right. seeing it with clear, clear eyes, this is where your highest value gifts and talents are. And we're all good at a lot of things. But your sacred wealth code really holds uh, your the things that you are so uniquely brilliant at, whether you know it or not. And when you step into and start to embody and use those things, then you'll see that, that not only will wealth follow you, but a deep sense of satisfaction and fulfillment, which I believe is in the true meaning of wealth. And I've captured this in a archetypal language because the language of archetypes is a soul language. And my mm-hmm. desire to be incredibly practical, and I'm speaking to mostly Western people, mm-hmm. as, I, as the system started to download through, what it evolved to, instead of me just talking about these qualities people had, was the archetypes started to download through me. Now, the, the archetypes are, they're like whole Right, they're four different kinds, kinds right? Well, there's four different pillars to the sacred wealth code. That's components to start to understand yourself and then to connect with your archetypes. There's 23 archetypes, three for each planet, one for the north and south node of the moon. So depending on how your planets are arranged in your chart, in your soul blueprint, like when I do a sacred wealth code reading, let me see which archetypes are yours. But my book is what the Sacred Wealth Code, Unlock Your Soul Blueprint for Purpose and Prosperity, is the work that came through me saying, I need to bring this down to everyday language so more people can have this. My book is like your own personal guide, workshop that you go through. Um, there's even pla- It's a journal. There's places to write in it, practices I take you through, so that as I take you through these four pillars of wealth, then what you do is uncover and discover parts of yourself, and you're more open and connected more to your purpose, to some of your gifts, so that then you can choose the archetypes through a process I teach you, and then you, you can discover how to learn them through a process I teach you, to discover which archetypes have which high-value gifts that are truly yours. And then I teach my clients how to use those and infuse them into the work they're already doing in the world or the work that they want to do. Right. So now if someone were to buy your book, like myself or anyone listening today, would they need an in-depth reading in astrology by yourself or someone else, or would they need to have all that knowledge, or they could, it's a pretty much how-to book, and they would would be able to find their archetypes and uh, find their their blueprint? The book is a how-to book, and... Mm -hmm. The premise is I believe, and after working with so many people and knowing myself and even how I came to this work, is that we're already feeling our soul blueprint. We're already sensing it. We, there, we have blind yes. spots, and I'm here to help open you up to the blind spots. 
Right. Getting a, an astrology reading from someone else isn't necessarily going to help you with this system so much because they're not looking at it through the same, um, these particular eyes. So I do have sacred wealth code readings where I'm going to cut to the chase and I'm going to give you your archetype, but you still want to, um, you still want to use the information in the book because it lets you discover why wealth is even important to you and, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and helps you clear some of the, the beliefs and barriers that keep you from it and teaches you how to use your gifts. So it is a how-to system. If you, I find that people who want to take it to the next level come in and do a reading with me, and then there's those people um, that just like to cut to the chase. But even all my clients, they read this book. They, they go through, you know, I teach these practices and processes, and of course to my clients that I do retreats on this. And mm-hmm. um, So you can come in either door. That's wonderful. Wonderful. And uh, why do you think so many of us are blocked, you know, to our higher purpose? You know, whether it's our... Yeah teachings by our parents or we get kind of pigeonholed into a job that maybe doesn't feel right. You know, I mean, in my case, it would be like putting me in a job with a lot of math and science when I really was meant to be in the arts and in front of people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So from several sources. So we get blocked for one thing. I believe there are some soul choices that kind of put some roadblocks in between us and what we're really, you know, and our purpose. So that the second soul level we chose, you know what, I, wanna, I need to scramble over a few hurdles here because I want to grow particular parts of myself that are going to really help me to, to really animate and really live into my purpose. Then we have all the, the uh, things that happen where your parents say, oh, yeah, you really can't make money being an artist. You better go to Right, right, right. That was me. Why do you want to be an actress? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, Someone can say just that, and in the course, if you're living with your parents, you're going to get more than that. Okay, God bless all right. our parents. But right, um, but someone could say just that, or a teacher could just say that to you, and that just that could lay down a belief in you. It's a deterrent. That takes you off track, and I'm always uncovering and peeling these beliefs back with people as that energy practitioner part of myself. Now, mm-hmm. a, we take in a lot of cultural conditioning uh, and programming that we didn't even consciously sign up for all the media coming at us, um, other people in our lives, communities, um, witnessing things, maybe having some kind of trauma, all these layers just kind of get laid down. Well, and fear, us. like you said, you made this huge leap and took a risk. You got quiet probably because you were trained in yoga and you, you knew how to listen to yourself, but you took a huge risk to make a change, and many people don't feel they're able to do that. Well, you know, for whatever reason, whether they have financial stress or they're just fearful that they may fail. Absolutely. And the thing is, the, the fear of failure keeps you failing. And yes. so we might as well. I believe that, and this is the fourth pillar in the book, some of your greatest, look, some of your greatest challenges are locked up. Um, some of your greatest gifts are locked up in your greatest challenges. So I call mm-hmm. your greatest challenges your unexpected gateway to wealth. So if we can embrace our challenges, like everyone who's listening, just think about a challenge that you're facing right now. We all have one. I don't care how good your life is. There's something that you're you're you're, work, you're working with. And if you're and those of you, God bless you, who are facing just like a really really big challenge. Definitely. Um, I, I want you to know that whatever that challenge is, there is something in that for you. And. And I want you to embrace that challenge. Now, there's different ways to embrace it, and in my book I talk about several ways. But I just right now, just metaphorically kind of wrap your arms around it, and you want to welcome it in and imagine it's a small 
young part of yourself you want to put your arms around that's stuck in a spot. So we need to get to know this challenge. And just like you can look back and at to love it and to love it and to look back at some other challenges you've had and you can see the blessings in them. You can start to connect those dots. Well, this is a dot you haven't connected yet, but you will. So let's give it that benefit of the doubt right now and mm-hmm. dive into it, get whatever help you need so that you can find out what the blessing is. What's the gift in that challenge? Because I guarantee you there is one. The Absolutely. Are right next to your greatest gift, just like the poisonous plant has the antidote right next to it. Um, right. We need to break through it so that we can get the gift and start to nurture that gift. You know, the more we fight and the more we deny, the more we get into trouble. It is, you know, it is when we so really true. embrace something, some of, some of the worst things that we don't want to accept, you know, I talk about that in my own system, acceptance, uh, appreciation, and then taking action, you know, that uh, if we can just embrace our challenges and face it, and then, you know, it, we, we, miracles start to happen. You know, the doors yeah, start yeah, to open. You're so right. You're so right. And and it doesn't happen another way. So the ego looks at anything that you are being faced with possibly losing as well. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the soul side of us looks at that. The soul looks at it, at it, at it as transcendent. And mm-hmm. so we want to get up to speed with that. Transcendence. So each one of my sacred, they're not mine, they're, they belong to everybody, but the sacred wealth code archetypes that, that are in my system and that came through me, each one has a pretty extensive shadow side. And I go into the deep description of it because when you can recognize your, you know, the shadow and where you're blocked, then you can start to get unblocked and get closer to your gift. And remember the shot, like, and that's why I like to describe it as the shadow side. So like for uh, for instance, um, if you've got the archetype of the communicator, um, you've got some really amazing gifts, like you're truthful and outspoken and flexible and clear and quick and relatable, and friendly, intelligent. Sometimes to a fault, right. You know, uh, intuitive, psychological. You have all these great gifts, but also there's a shadow side where you can easily be overwhelmed, sarcastic, pessimistic, and even very blunt with your language. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. when you when you notice, when you notice, when you know where you are stuck in that or where you have a pattern of being stuck in that, right. Right. that pattern, that's going to open up more of your gifts. Or if you can see, start to see when you're on an on-ramp to part of your shadow, then you, right. can, you, can, right. you can turn, you can get, you can move through that much quicker and you can put, lay down new habits, new healthy habits to keep you in, in your gifts as opposed to defaulting to the unconscious part of you. That's wonderful. Wonderful. And so tell us about, you know, the the book, how it breaks down. It, it breaks down into the four archetypes, right? And there's a, an area for journaling. It breaks, and it Is it on audio? Books. Are you thinking about getting it on audio? It's, I'm about halfway done with the audio book, so that'll be on. Wonderful. Yeah. And I'll the, be able to um, read it. You'll be able to read it. You will be, and I will make and sure. And our listeners, that I will get. It to, I want to make sure that you know ASAP when it's. Um, so I'm just making a note of that because I thought about that. When yes, we and we have today. so many listeners who are visually impaired too. I mean, that's wonderful. Well, are you going to get it on Audible or on? Um... Yes, yeah, it'll be on. It'll be on Audible. It'll be on Audible. And um, terrific. As soon as it's up, I will actually do a just a, a promo where when you get you get the. Um, the book and the audio together. You, you oh, get either one that you, is terrific. So that's coming up. So the book has four pillars. Now, mm-hmm. I, I take you through a process to discover 
your wealth dream. Because if you don't know why you want wealth, you're not going to be able to get into the purpose for your wealth. And right. the is why you want wealth is the number one pillar. So I'm going to skim over the top of these. And just remember that why equals purpose. Anything you're doing, there's a purpose to it. So you want to connect in with that greater why. Why is it that you want that wealth? So I take you through that on the first pillar. On the second pillar, I help you to connect with passion in a way to understand that passion gives you full energy. And it's not necessarily that you have to, you know, I'm passionate, this is my passion in the world, but when you know how to connect in your, with your passion, whatever it is on a daily basis, it will fuel you to live at that intersection of purpose and prosperity because your great why for wanting wealth is the vehicle that gets you to that intersection of purpose and prosperity, but your passion is the fuel that gets you there. And I take you through exercises. So then on the uh, third pillar, that's where I help you to connect with some of your greatest gifts, and that's literally your greatest gifts are like the houses that live at the intersection of purpose and prosperity, and you want to live in those houses. So I help you to connect with at least one of your greatest gifts. And the fourth pillar is what we just talked about, which was your, um, the gift in your greatest challenges. And so we also break you know, through to one of your gifts there so that you, when you go to pick your archetypes out of the 23, you're now poised to really understand which ones are really yours. Well, it sounds great. So it's kind of like the updated version. and I mean, not the updated version, but it's similar to the, the, the book years ago, The Artist's Way. Very, you know what? It does have a very similar quality. Similar feel. I went to a women's group this weekend. Yeah, and they were reading the um, the book right after that, and I can't think of the name of it right now, but it was just so wonderful. I, I My friend is involved with this wonderful group in San Diego, and it's led by a psychologist. And they they take books like, in fact, I'm going to recommend this book to to their group. Your book, they will love it. You know, they'll they'll work through it, and yeah. And that's a, that's another thing that's in the works is to create a movement of of book clubs. Because the the um, uh, this is very much a a practice that's really wonderful to go through with people. Now another mm-hmm. thing that that will be useful for everyone who gets the book, but also your listeners, that there are eight. Um, there's a lot of self inquiry uh, questioning and practices, but there's eight particular um, meditative type inner inquiry practices that are in the book. I have all those on an online portal, and when you get the book in any of its forms, you get the link to that. And there's video and audio where you can just have me lead you through those instead of, you know, just reading them in the book. So, you know, I'm there to help guide you in that way, too. Oh, so you do guided meditations in the book, too? Correct. And the guided meditations are, are online, and you get them when you get the book. And then there's also... Um, if, if anyone does want to get the book right now, if you go to sacredwealthcode.com, sacredwealthcode.com, mm-hmm. and you click on getting the book there, well, the beautiful thing about that is that you'll also get a really beautiful master class that I created around this. You'll also be able to get into that online portal I just talked about, and you get some other goodies so that you're getting the support with this work. There's also there a free quiz that you can take that um, helps you to identify one of your archetypes, and then you get a couple of trainings on that as well. Oh, it sounds fantastic. So you spend the, the other, you know, the um, the greater part of your time as an author, as a workshop leader, or also an energy practitioner. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. 
So I, I work with everyone that I work with. And in any way I work, I work on four levels. The intuitive part of myself that um, I'm just a natural intuitive. And then I use the Vedic astrology with that intuition. Then I'm always helping you to connect with yourself through um, a through the heart and through some processes I've discovered, but I'm always teaching you how to trust, find your own guidance, and then teaching you how to trust it. And then I also help you clear whatever's in your way from actually being in your gift or following that inner guidance. And then the final frontier, which is really living from your soul down to the soles of your feet, is the practical, physical action. So then I help you to create strategy around what's coming through you that's in alignment with your gift and your sacred wealth code. Now, I do that through the book. I do that through the readings I do. I have a membership program. Um, It's just a $97 a month membership program where we do this work of the sacred wealth code, really learn it, how do we use it, and I do trainings in there for that. And there's a whole member side of, you know, um, how to work with the archetypes and such. Then I also have a business academy, a sacred wealth business academy, where I work with entrepreneurs or people wanting to, to create their movement in the world. And then I also have a private, whole private clientele um, where I'm working one-on-one with people. So I have lots of different avenues, but whatever, I, I'm basically working on all those four levels um, in different ways through all of those programs. That is just terrific. It sounds like you're a busy gal. Can you share some of your success stories with us? Uh, You know, apart from your own success story, my goodness, that in itself is amazing. Um, So let me share. Since you had mentioned artists, I want to share. I want to share a particular uh, story with with you all. That uh, this is a story about Tina. And when Tina came to work with me, Tina was uh, she was a nurse, and she's an artist. She's a painter, and so nursing is what she was um, doing, being using in order to um, make a living, okay? And she'd been doing nursing for quite a while, and she actually figured in five years she could retire, but she was having to work nights, and she didn't like that one bit. And uh, and she didn't really believe that she could sell her art. Like, she had sold a little bit, but she, as I worked in her work in, in defining her sacred wealth code, she found when we really got into her gifts, well, she's a teacher, and she didn't really believe she could be that teacher. She's an artist archetype, too, by the way. So she had some systems about healing and color, and she really wanted to work with um, people in this healing and color modality. Well, we had to do a lot of belief clearing with her, um, but what happened is a bunch of miracles. Uh, one is that she started to sell her own paintings, and she also got um, created this whole way of people. Uh, the, she taught classes to heal with color, but then she created this whole art method of bringing communities together on one canvas. Um, and then she also uh, started to get really into the divine feminine work. And then people were coming, and she started doing these, these original paintings around that, and people started to buy those paintings from her. So then she didn't. She got um, able to, then the hospital offered her to work days. She cut back her schedule, so she only had to work a couple days a week. And because she, she wanted to stay plugged into that, too, but now she's got this business being the artist that she truly is, and she gained the belief that she could be the teacher and be seen in the world um, with her work and also as a teacher, and, and she's doing that beautifully. What a great story. So as she embraced it, she became more confident and, and more creative, and all these wonderful opportunities came out of nowhere. Yeah, and we- and I and you know we created a plan for her in the beginning. We knew she wanted to teach some classes, and we we 
uh, aligned her with that. We cleared a lot of beliefs, and she took on some practices practices to, to reshape how she was thinking, feeling, and being. But, you know, you never know at all until you start to step into it because every choice you make opens up new choices. And so then these, these other things started to come through, these other opportunities. And, you know, like we all know that feeling when things are just clicking and grooving and you you can't make it up as good as it can really happen. No. And sometimes we think we want something that looks good to society, but it doesn't necessarily feel good to us when we get there and then we wonder why right. we work so hard. But right. your soul will always guide you to what feels right for you. But I love that you're talking about so much about the writing in the book because I found that my greatest success, too, has come from writing down goals, um, you know, p- purging feelings on paper, putting things down, prayer, everything from gratitude list to you name it. Um, but really identifying, you know, what's blocking me or what I'm feeling on paper rather than, just, you know, getting it out to the universe. And for some reason it, it, it makes a magnificent difference in, in what happens once you do that. It makes it. It makes a huge difference, and and we're all wired up a little bit differently. So writing is awesome. Um, I do a lot of re, uh, writing, and I write daily in my journal. I tune in and do my meditations, mm-hmm. and then I, I have something called a soul wisdom meditation, which also I give people through that online portal um, through the book, and I teach it in the book. And then you know, I then I journal and I, and I write down what comes up. Uh, also, I'm someone who's very audio oriented, so I actually create a lot of recordings for myself as well. So, um, you know, just like like as if I'm reading that, sure, or writing that, journal. sure. Uh, um, some people are very, you know, visual artistic, so that they'll go ahead and then paint that or make that collage. Or, but you're so right. You have to when you bring things down into some kind of form. You not only do you commit to it, and you're and you're really um, saying to the universe that you're aligning with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's basically what you're saying. You're aligning with that. And you're also bringing it, um, y- you know, you're embracing it. You're bringing it into your your own reality. But there's a process, whichever way you most resonate to, your own internal process of actually working through things, opening up to things, discovering things, happens within that. Like, like when I sat down to write my book, uh, and I already have another book, you know, that I'm that's forming inside of me. I haven't sat down to do the writing part. I do a lot of writing mm-hmm. as it is sure. in the program. But uh, I couldn't I, – I knew what I wanted to put down. But when I sat down to write it and interact with that energy is when it started to reveal itself to me and come through. That's true with anything. So basically you're interacting with the best of yourself when you're journaling or, or, or uh-huh. creating a recording or painting or drawing. Definitely. And there's – and opening up to your soul. These are all soul languages. Oh, it's wonderful. We could go on forever, but I, I think we are winding down on, down on time, unfortunately, because <laughs> uh, I'm mesmerized by so many of the things you're talking about. But I would love you to just tell our listeners before we go uh, your website one more time and where they can get the book. Yeah. So my website, the easiest way to get to uh, my website is sacredwealthcode.com. Sacred wealthcode.com. You can grab the book right there and you'll get some free gifts. You can also take that free quiz, and which is just fun, and you'll just start to get into one of the archetypes. And you can learn about my other programs and things there as well. In fact, we're enrolling in the Business Academy currently, uh, or you can get a reading. So all of that is available there at sacredwealthcode.com. Um, the book is also available on Amazon. 
and dance. And will be coming soon on audio, which is very we'll exciting. Be soon on audio, and I will make sure, Kristen, that I let you know personally. Thank you. That is up and happening, so you can get. Yes, I'm definitely going to get the book. I'd like to do it with my sister, and I think we, you know, to do it together, it'll be team effort and be really fun. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, well, good, good it time. has been an absolute delight, Prema, and I'd like, if you don't mind staying on if, uh, a minute longer, because uh, I want to swap a phone number with you, but I want to thank our listeners today for tuning in to Second Vision. My guest today has been best-selling author Prema Lee Guerreri, a fantastic book, Unlock Your Secret Wealth Code, and I can't wait to read the book. And remember, in order to live a, a greater vision, a second vision, you need tools in your back pocket. And her book just sounds like it's filled with, with wonderful, positive things. So have a blessed day, and thanks for listening. I'm Krista McDonald for Second Vision. <music>